Welcome to Now I See, a place where people share their eye-opening moments and how it changed the way they see themselves, their world, and their place in it. We hope you'll be encouraged and inspired by the stories you hear, and challenged to see things in a whole new way, too. Sit back and enjoy this show that we've prepared especially with you in mind. I'm your host, Kit McCarty. Our guest today is Rustin Bridges. Welcome, Rustin. Hello. Rustin is a model and an actor. He's been studying at Casa Manana Performing Arts Conservatory since 2016 and is currently enrolled in the Grand Prairie Fine Arts Academy. He's performed in local productions of The Lion King, Peter Pan, Elf, Gingerbread Man, The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, and most recently as the judge in Fairy Tale Courtroom at Alpha NYC. He will be performing with his father in the Rodgers and Hammerstein's production of State Fair at the Uptown Theater in Grand Prairie, September 16th through 25th. Rustin, I see you as smart, funny, playful, brave for getting up in front of strangers. How do you see yourself? I see myself as all of those two because I'm really brave because I'm not really scared of getting up on stage and everyone looking at me because I want all eyes to be on me. I want to be the center of attention. Have you always been that way, or is that something new for you? I've always been that way. When did you first discover that? Well, when I was, like, two years old, me and my parents went to go see some children's productions at Casa Manana, and at the end, the guy went on and said, hey, we offer classes. So I begged my mom to go to the classes, and she said, okay. So then I went there, and I loved it. So then, a few years later, me and my dad tried out for Peter Pan at a local theater, and we got in. And that's when I really fell in love with acting, when I did Peter Pan, because I just liked hanging out with all the, all the cast members and all my friends, and it was just really fun. And was it fun acting with your dad? Yes, because he gets to drive me there, and after we get to eat Taco Casa. Not Taco <laughs> Casa, not Taco Casa, Waterburger, Waterburger. There you go. That sounds like fun. So does your dad help you with your lines, and yeah. do you guys rehearse together? Yes, we yeah. do. Is your dad different on stage than he is at home? A little bit. Because like, he has to act on the stage, but not at home. Is he goofy when he's acting? I mean, a lot of the, the productions that you've been in, if, if he's been in the same ones, they're playful. They're joyful. A lot of them are children-focused. Um, does, does your dad seem more playful uh, at those things than he is at home? Or is he pretty much who you see is who you get? Pretty much who you see is who you get. How about you? I'm kind of the same way because I'm really goofy. I do. I love that about you. <laughs> um, so uh, what has been one of your favorite productions? Elf the Musical. It was the Christmas play at Uptown Theater in Grand Prairie, Texas, because my friend Emma was in it, and I got to make a lot of new friends, and I just really love Christmas, so that was a good Christmas show for me to do, because that was one of my favorite Christmas movies. I'm not going to lie, you're a little elfin, <laughs> and you've always been, but maybe I think that because I knew you when you were little, and so to watch you uh, perform in, in a role like that in uh, Elf was really fun for me. So what is your favorite part of performing 
I'm oh. going to guess it's kind of acting, but how about preparation? Yeah, you know what's going to happen, so it's not, like, scary. Yeah. And yeah. even if, like, something goes wrong, you know that, like, they won't judge you for it. Like, they won't go, boo, get off the stage. <laughs> not yet, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but auditioning is hard. Yeah. It's scary. Hard. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't know who's going to watch it. Right. And, and you don't necessarily always know what they're looking for. So yeah. you don't know how to maybe put uh, your performance together. Yeah, I think that would be a challenge. Um, but you clearly have done it, and you've gotten quite good at it, because you've been in a lot of shows. Yes, most of them from my school. But one of my favorite shows that I've done at school was The Gingerbread Man, because that was, like, the first main role I had. I had... I was the gingerbread man, and it was a lot of lines. And in fact, one day before the show started, I lost my script, and I wasn't no. done memorizing my lines. No. So we had to go to my theater teacher's house and get a script, and I learned my lines really fast. Wow. I'm going to guess that's not typical. Or mm-hmm. do you learn pretty quickly? I do learn pretty quickly. Yeah. I get stuck. Memorization can be real hard for me. What are some tricks you have for memorizing, especially um, when you have long speeches? Do it, like, in parts if it's a long speech. Like, memorize, uh, like, two sentences and then the other two sentences and then just put it all together. In acting, do you have to pretty much stick to the script or can you do some improvisation? If somebody forgets a line, then you can improv and, like, put the story back on track like that's what they did in little mermaid good because one of the elders forgot their lines so another elder um did some improv and got the story back on track and you had an important role yes i was the prince yeah so you had a lot of lines the way my theater teacher does it he like makes it a cast and a b cast so as many kids as they want can be in the play nice and me and my best friend both got the prince, and we were really happy because we got to, like, rehearse with each other and stuff. Didn't you feel a little competition? He did. I didn't. He's really competitive. I'm like, chill out. <laughs> so it sounds like, for you, acting is playing. Yes. That, that is my favorite kind of actor for ones for whom it seems effortless they just fall into a character and into a role and you lose the actor in the role because they're just having so much fun being the person that they're pretending to be the the character that they've created is that hard for you to get into character not really you just like act like them like my role for charlie and elf i got into character by like talking to my friend emma because she was the the other elf who i talked to and that was really fun and it's not just lines you have to memorize you have to memorize uh staging and blocking yes you have to memorize the dance the choreography oh that's right because you do musicals yeah (laughs) is that fun for you it is really fun yeah so when did you learn that you liked musicals that you liked the singing and the dancing when I was a little kid at Casa Manana. Still the same, yeah. Okay, so the whole package from early on. Mm-hmm. 
And you've never really deviated from that when, uh, when you and I were um, friends many years ago. I was a teacher. You were in my class, and you were always acting stuff out, and it was so much fun. I knew I could count on you because you would always enjoy that role. So I am so glad to see that you've actually done something with it because clearly you have a lot of talent for it. So let's shift gears a little bit here, and let's talk about uh, maybe actors who inspire you. Have you worked with anybody famous, actors or directors? We were supposed to be on a Scarlett Johansson show. I forgot the name of, but too many people had COVID. I was going to be a background character in a movie theater. That would have been so cool. And they were going to, they were taking my measurements. I was going to get to wear 80s clothes because it was set in the 80s. But too many people had COVID, so I couldn't wear 80s clothes. Yeah, oh, that's sad. But your day will come. I have a feeling that you will be famous before too long. Um, so are there actors that you admire? Are there shows that um, you uh, like to watch and you picture yourself doing something like that someday? I love Hamilton. I've For my birthday, I got like all the Funko, Hamilton Funko Pops. Wow. And can you can you do some of the songs? Yeah, I can. Yeah. But my vocal teacher told me I shouldn't sing any of those songs for like roles or anything because they want a song that like the person can relate to. Yeah. And I'm not really an adult yet and I'm not in the army so I can't relate to any of those songs. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and it's a different kind of musical. I mean, Hamilton was just turned the uh, art world on its ear by um, so many innovations and so um, so is your goal movies tv broadway what do you think you would enjoy um i'm like movies better because more people will see it and then you'll get more opportunities for roles Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i've always wanted to be an actor mainly because of chris pratt whenever i was little i watched the lego movie and i love the lego movie and he was emmett the main character I hated the Lego movie. Oh, I couldn't even. But but I am so glad that you uh, found an actor and a a film that that inspired you. I think that inspiration is a big part of why we do anything, is uh, we see things that we aspire to be and to do. So movies are very different than what you're doing. um, So when you're doing stage things, all kinds of crazy things happen on the stage. People forget their props or wardrobe malfunctions. People forget their lines. And you're in front of an audience. You just have to pick up and go. Yeah. Uh, Movie acting is so different. You might have to do one scene over and over and over again from different angles. You might have to shoot those out out of sequence. That scary at all? Not really. Because on stage, you know that, like, it may go wrong, but the audience isn't going to criticize you for it. They're not going to be like, let's just leave. Like, they paid for their tickets. They're not going to leave. Well, they're coming for a good time. Yeah. And, uh, uh, every show you've been in, you have absolutely delivered that. So fun. Um, so what's been your favorite production so far? Elf. Yeah? And um, what's it like to be part of a cast? They're kind of like your family members in a way. Because you spend most of your nights with them, rehearsing, most of your weekends. What does a production schedule look like for something like State Fair? So I only had to go to two rehearsals so far, but my dad has had to go on to four. Okay. And he's been there till like 10 o'clock every night. Yeah, they can be real long. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, and we're still a month, a good month or two away from that. I imagine the schedule pick up as you get closer. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, are you? You're already memorizing your lines. You're already learning your music. Yes. Are you working on dance moves or not quite yet? Not yet. The only scenes we've done is like waiting in line for roller coaster and stuff, and like basic choreography for different dance scenes. Uh, is there anything that you particularly like about the show that you're in now? I love I love the state fair because that was one of the only times I could eat cotton candy because <laughs> there's like no cotton candy sellers around here. Well, and let's talk about state fair. So you and I have both been to the yes. great state fair of Texas. So what are some of your favorite things about state fair? Big Tex is awesome. <laughs> he is I awesome. wish he was real. <laughs> Yeah, every year I have to go and get my picture with him. How about you? Yes. Yes, and I, uh, you get the cotton candy, not me so much. Corny dogs? Yes, yes, yes corny absolutely. dogs are awesome. Mustard or ketchup? Ketchup. Oh, I'm a mustard girl. It's I've hilarious. never had mustard before. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're going to have to fix that. Um, what's your favorite part of the fair? My favorite part of the fair is probably the games and prizes you can win. Of course, you like the lights, the noise, the yes. action. <laughs> I remember me and my friend were at SeaWorld because they kind of have like a fair thing there mm-hmm. where you can play games and stuff. And my grandma, she actually played with us, so we guaranteed got one for each of the each of us. So we played it twice because the minimum was three players. So that kind of guaranteed us getting a prize nice. if it was just us three. Play the odds. Smart man. Love it. So I like the pig races. And the, all, the pig oh, races yeah, at the state fair. The water. <laughs> no, no, the live ones where they turn them loose. and They, they race pigs? <laughs> yes, they do. You have to do that this year. You so have to do that. It's in the animal end of the, you know, the animal barns. Oh, and yeah. Like every couple of hours, like on I, the hour, like at 11 and 1 and whatever, they turn these little baby pigs loose and they run the track and it's ridiculously funny. The only time I remember going to the animal place was to see Mother Goose and okay. her like stories. Uh-huh. And I don't remember any of the stories, but... It's my favorite part. I always like to go and look at the animals. So after you get done with the pig races, you got to go right next door to the petting zoo. They always have really unusual animals there, along with, you know, the expected goats and kittens and puppies and... Yeah, my grandma... Sometimes ostriches, things, I don't know. My grandma really doesn't like animals, so... Ah, well. So, um... What kinds of things are uh, will be present at the State Fair of the Musical? Well, will those kinds of um, excitement and um, atmosphere, uh, is that something you're trying to create for the musical? Yes. They recently bought a really expensive projector. Okay. So they can project like the Ferris wheel moving yes. and the roller coaster. Yeah, since you can't really do that, you know, on yeah. stage. Have you been on the big Ferris wheel? Yeah, the real estate. That's the only ride my grandma rides because she doesn't trust like how they (laughs) break them down and then move and then build them back up. But that stays there. That does stay there, and it is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Get me a pink thing for a frozen lemonade because it's always hot. All right. Well, we are going to take a break right now. When we come back, uh, we will have more of our conversation here with Rustin Bridges. Hello, friends. We're 
We're so glad you joined us this week on the Now I See podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome. Please take a moment to share this podcast with someone you think might enjoy it and leave a rating and review for the friends we haven't met yet. You can find out more about Now I See on our website at nis.media. Sign up for our weekly newsletter and join in our conversations on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Now I See Pod. You can still be one of the first to read Kim Vogel Sawyer's newest release, Still My Forever. We featured Kim on last week's episode. You can find information about that book and other books by Kim and books by all of our previously featured writers by clicking the Authors tab on our website. When you click the titles on that page, you'll be taken to sites where you can make your purchases. While you're on our homepage, click the Featured Causes tab for information about Isaiah 117 House and their golf tournament this month, or the ongoing need for relief for Ukrainians through Bridge Builders International. There are lots of places your contribution can make a difference, and I hope you will. Next week, we'll hear from Trisha Kinsman, Director of the Hope and Healing Ministries in Irving, Texas, who is helping others in crisis, just like she was helped in her time of need. It's a story of tragedy and triumph you won't want to miss. Now, back to this week's guest, actor and model, Rustin Bridges. We are back from our break today with our guest, Rustin Bridges. Rustin is a model and an actor. We've been talking about some of the productions he's been in and some of the um, things that he's enjoyed about being part of that production. We're going to turn the corner a little bit and talk about some things you've learned as an actor and a model. Is there anything that surprised you? It surprised me. So when I first wanted to become a professional actor... I heard an ad on the radio when I was at my grandma's house because we always go there every Sunday. So my mom called the number on the radio and then they booked us to like an orientation or whatever to see if they want to train us and take us to IMTA to find an agent and I made it through. So for about a couple months we did different acting exercises and stuff at a little Marriott courtyard thing and then in January we went to California for IMTA it was at a big Hilton hotel in Los Angeles and there was like big like Costco rooms that had carpets that you went in and like they'd call you for stuff the different agents and you'd give them your resume and stuff and there are different competitions, like one-liners. You just say, like, oh, no, the TV's broken, or something like that. And then you could, you had the option to make your own TV commercial for your favorite video game or favorite toy or something. So I made an ad for a Jurassic Park game that I don't really play anymore. But my now agent, Mannequin, liked that commercial, so... They got me, and now they're my agent. 
Wow, that's amazing. So you were around a lot of other people wanting to do the same thing you did. Did that make you nervous? Kind of, because we were in a big room, and it was like a bunch of professionals. It's not like acting where it's just a bunch of random people. It's a bunch of people who could decide your future. Yeah, I think I would I would be pretty scared about that, but clearly you did okay. Did they call a lot of people from those auditions? Yes, they called like a majority, oh, and then okay. they picked only like 20 for their agency, and I was one of the 20 for Mannequin. So tell people what IMTA is for people that don't know. It's like a convention for management teams and agents to find new talent. Okay, so International Modeling Talent Agency. Is yes. That that is? Yeah. Um, so, and you found your own agent. Yes, Mannequin. Wow, that's really amazing. That's really amazing. Um, and so you've had to do several things just to keep current. Uh, you've had to do photo shoots. Yes. What are those like? Well, we went to a photo shoot today, actually, at the Rogers Hotel. And it's not actually a hotel, but that place is haunted. Okay. I saw a video on it where a little girl, like, drowned in the pool down there. Hmm. And now people can, like, hear her. And the room we did the photo shoot in was a room where a, a guy shot his wife and himself. Wow. So I didn't know that until after we went. Good. I wouldn't have gone in that room <laughs> if I would have known that. That would make me a little nervous. Absolutely. Wow. So that was fun. So what's it like to uh, be in a photo shoot? It's really fun because you get to try on a bunch of different clothes and stuff. You get to pose funny ways. That's fun. So you had to dress up. You had to throw some poses. Yeah. Um, were you in groups or just uh, you? Just me. Okay. And was that fun? Yes. Or was it just kind of a... Uh... So uh, the room we're sitting in right now has a green screen. Tell me why. Because when we do our self-tapes for different TV shows and stuff, they want a green screen. I don't know why. They just do. They want a blank background so they can like put stuff behind it or something. Do you make up your own content, or do they send you scripts to they perform? They send me scripts to okay. perform. So it's kind of a remote audition? Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. And um, and who tapes those for you? Who records those for you? My mom and my dad. Yeah? Do you ever look at that and cringe? A little bit. Yeah, it is. Well, you're going to do that, too, when you hear yourself on the podcast, because as you know, you never sound like you think you do or look like you think you do, and it's always kind of surprising to see that. So um, what else have you learned as you've explored this career? I've learned to don't be scared for dumb reasons, like, oh, no, what if my pants fall down? (laughs) Just pick them back up and buckle them. Well, and that just might be part of the fun. I mean, as an entertainer, your goal is to connect with your audience. And so if you can do that through humor or drama or um, just having a good time, when people come, like you said, and buy a ticket and come to your show, they want you to be successful. They want you to be good. They want to be entertained. And I'm so glad that you enjoy that. What have you learned uh, by working with other actors? That they actually are people, and we spent a long time rehearsing. And it's not like, like, when you usually go to a show and you're not an actor, you don't really acknowledge that they've been working for this for a couple months now. And they've, like, put a lot of time into it to make it perfect. Two words. Cast parties. Oh, yes. My favorite part. 
Because you sit around and you talk about all the things that went wrong. Yeah. All the funny things that happened. Yeah. And just how good it feels to have accomplished something bigger than yourself that you did with a bunch of people. I always think that that's a lot of fun. Yeah. What's it like to be part of something that's bigger than yourself? It's really fun because, you know, like, one time I couldn't be there because I was sick. You think you just have a small role and it doesn't matter, but it does because it's part of the story. As an actor, there are there are so many occasions to get things wrong. Yes. How have you learned to manage your mistakes? Be where you're supposed to be on time. Like, don't like go to Chick Fil A and during intermission you have to stay there. <laughs> Should I ask how you learned that? Did uh, you actually do that? No, I didn't. <laughs> you didn't. Somebody but else did. <laughs> one time during Beauty and the Beast, he- uh, Hector's his real name, but Gaston. He was late. He wasn't like there during call time because he had a mariachi concert. Oh, no. So he came in like ten minutes before the show. And his understudy, who is like the beast for the night before, because it's double cast. Right. He was rushing to learn the lines, and he was scared. And then ten minutes before he he showed up, we we're like, "What are you doing? Get dressed. Why are you just drinking? A, go." <laughs> Yeah, it can be stressful. It can be real stressful. Yeah. And how, how have you learned to manage people's expectations of you? Because I imagine those are pretty high. Yeah, just do what you're told when you're told, and you won't get in trouble. There you go. Well, you, you make it sound so easy. <laughs> well, as we close out our show today, is there anything you'd like people to see more clearly as a result of our conversation? If you're a new actor, don't be scared of what other people think of you, because that doesn't matter. Good. All that matters is what you think of you. Good. And I think if you're having a good time, the audience is going to have a good time too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been so much fun for me today. It's been fun watching you grow and develop as a, as a model and an actor and also as a person. I, I hope I get to say I knew you before you were famous and that you're going to be famous someday. That would be so much fun for both of us. Yes. Thanks for being on the show today. You're welcome. Thanks, and listeners, we'll see you again next week. We're so glad you were able to join us for today's compelling story. You can find out more about our guest today by reading our show notes or visiting our website, nis.media. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Special thanks to the team at Headset Radio for their technical expertise and to Becky Salazar for our bumper music. See you next week.